excited to share this episode with you today. Ijioma Umebinuo is an Igbo woman from Nigeria. She's considered one of Africa's best modern poets. Her words that she so skillfully uses to shape, correct, soothe, heal, and stretch her readers are quite something to experience. In this episode, Ijioma and I share a conversation that warms the heart. Unbelievable, right? Here's the reason I'm sharing this with you today. We can all use our pain to heal someone else, just like Ijoma's words. Let's dive right in. One word that I would use to describe you would be brave. You're brave enough to have these boundaries and you're brave enough to not get swept away with wanting to be known, especially on social media, especially with your work being so well known. I see so many women quote lines from your book, you know, and I recognize these lines. I see them like, oh, that's, you know, that's her line and your work has touched so many people. But I think it's different that you are, I don't know if recluse would be the right word to use for you. Um, where do you find the strength to do that? It's not something that I try to do. It's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that may change. That may, you know, that's evolving as well. But um, I, I sort of, I, I like the idea of, um, I like the idea of knowing, knowing when to get away from the world. I mean, knowing when to go back to myself. And um, and understanding that it's needed, um, and and just 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 that that helps me. Um, it sort of maybe probably helps me a lot, <laughs> a whole lot as a as a writer and as an as a as a creator. You're a writer and you're a creator, and I love that you're pushing those boundaries, right? I love seeing your. Well, I think it was painting in the evening or something like that. You had this room set up with all these canvases, and you were also sketching. I saw you sketching the other day. And I just love seeing you explore more of that and not just writing, right? Because being a creative encompasses more than you just picking this one thing. Like, okay, I'm a writer and I'll always do that. And you're exploring more of of your artsy self, your sketching, your painting. How did that come about? Did you just decide one day, like, hey, I'm going to try something new? Or is it something that was always inside of you and you knew that you wanted to explore that? Is Art, music, writing, that's not something that a lot of people on the continent are excited about, right? We're all groomed to be doctors, nurses, lawyers, accountants. Um, that's where most African parents want to send their, you know, that's the stream that they want to send their children into because they're assured that their child will have a job and bring good income for the family and improve the family name, you know, this kind of thing. Um, it's lovely to see that some of it is changing. Lots of young Africans are going into entrepreneurship, you know, and also exploring fashion and writing and, and this kind of thing. But I feel like it also comes from an internal permission, right? I had to give myself permission to be like, okay, you like to write, go ahead and write. You like to talk, go ahead and talk, go ahead and start a podcast and just talk. You're not a doctor, you're not a nurse, but it's okay for you to do that. How would you encourage people to give themselves that permission? It didn't come easy for me. I didn't wake up and be like, oh, I'm just going to give myself permission. It took years of undoing the voices in my head that told me that it was nonsense and I should just go ahead and be good and have a proper career. And I think that's what a lot of young people are struggling with now is like, do I follow this instinct of like, I want to do art, you know, buy a few canvases and go ahead and, you know, do some painting or 
do I just suck it up and keep going to this accounting course? We've forgotten how, how to actually explore and have fun. And that happens. I mean, it's still happening to me. Um, but the thing about what I love about painting or what I love about art or what I love about writing, poetry, and all sorts of artistic stuff is I don't need anyone's permission. I really don't. I don't. I can, I can decide now that um, I want to write whatever I want to write, and that is my truth. And I want to paint whatever I want to paint, and that, that will be my truth. I don't need anyone's permission. And we are, we are in a culture where if we, when we walk out of the tribe, I mean, not the tribe, but when we walk out of a group, um, we can feel very isolated. When we walk out of that, that group, we can feel very isolated. That's what a lot of people don't want, you know? Once we begin, once we begin to unlearn a lot of things, we will begin to question a lot of things. And, um, and then you begin to ask yourself, like, why can't I do this? Why, why, do you, why are you saying I cannot do this? Why are you saying I cannot do that? But the truth of the matter is we, can, we decide whatever life we want. We can decide whatever life we want. It, it mm. takes a lot, but it takes a lot of courage. And mm. um, you know, I'm learning every single day. I'm not. I'm not perfect. My life is not perfect. I mean, I have terrible, terrible days, and I have very, very good days. But um, the older I've gotten, the more I realize. I know I'm, I'm getting away from the question, but the older I, the older I've gotten, the more. I, I don't need anyone's permission, completely honest with you, especially as as black women, especially as women of color, um, especially as African women. It's not it's not easy. Some of the really moving, you know, poems that you write in your book, Questions for Ada, it's really touching and you know, there's many that I've read that I thought was she spying on me? Who sent her? Was she watching me? What was going on here? You know? Could you tell us a little bit about what what space you were in when you wrote that book? Because it's terribly touching, terribly honest, and terribly vulnerable. And I think that's why a lot of people are moved by your writing. It's, it's so honest. Um, where were you in your life when you wrote that book? Was it on the really good days? Was it on the really bad days? Um, it took me a year to, to, take, to bring that book together. Um, the first time I was supposed to get that book out, um, I had a like a terrible thing happen to me. Um, there was um, there was a fire, and that was the reason why it wasn't published um, in 2014. So it was published in 2015 instead. I was depressed. I was going through uh, a, a stage of um, a phase of, of very uh, of depression. I would call it that. And um, I felt very alone until I started like sharing my. Mm. So I want to say something that people don't understand. There are some relationships that we have that actually hinder us from telling our truth. And that's what that's 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 what I I need a lot of like, you know, younger younger I mean women that are a lot. A little bit younger than me that will read that book to understand is there are some relationships that need to end for you to to act, actually discover your strength and your power. Mm. 
have to be doesn't have to be romantic at all. It can actually be the friendships you're clinging to. Stopping you from being the best version of yourself because we as a people we can be very um we can shrink ourselves or we can stop ourselves from from getting to a certain a higher level or a higher sense of self because of the circle we're in and we don't know that we think that okay this relationship is great this friendship is great all that stuff but a lot of times because of what people say we stop ourselves from doing certain things or discovering ourselves a lot more so i i wrote that book and i can i curse So do you write poems regularly? You know, I know that lovers of your work, like me, I know I'm itching to ask you, like, so when are you going to publish another one? But then, of course, somehow I also feel that just the fact that you publish questions for Ada is enough. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was such a beautiful work that it's enough. And even though I want more, I feel like I'm being greedy. <laughs> and I just want to be like, give me more, give me more. But then again... Like you said, that was that time and you could only do that work at that time and whatever work that you do will be different. Um, so are you going to give us something different that we can look forward to? I just, I'm an evil woman. So we're very, we're very superstitious about things. I think I told you that the first time that we had this interview, like this was the first time we had an interview was 2016 or 2016. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm going to stick to the same thing. <laughs> but do I write every day? No. I don't. I don't. I really, I don't. Um, but um, but um, I'm excited about the future. How did your journey home affect your identity now? And how should African women just tell their own story in realness? Well, let let me talk about the the fact that um, I think I think there isn't a single way to be an African woman. Mm. There, there just isn't. It, 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 there's no way to describe it. So, and I and I think that um, Af- African women are actually um, doing quite quite a lot to cover their 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 selves. So I'm definitely going to give them props, give us props, um, and and I think that 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 this rediscovery of our history of our it takes a lot of it takes a lot of courage so so i i really do think that african women across the diaspora um uh, are, are trying it's it's very um it's very important that we we say that and we we see that and acknowledge that um and African women are telling, you know, their stories, whichever and whatever way, however way that they can. Um, and I think that, you know, there isn't, they, 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 I, I always see this, that there isn't a single way to be an African woman. Mm. Important because there are so many, there are so many ways to discover our ourselves, right? Um, there are so many ways to sort of discover or learn and rediscover who we are. 
And there isn't a single path to that. And it applies to, to who, whoever we are and wherever we are. So, so that, that's, 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 that's definitely what I want to say on that. Um, the thing about going back home is I went back home for the first time in, I mean, going, I, I've been to Nigeria, but I've been to Lagos and I've been to Abuja, but I, I didn't, no, I've been to Lagos, yeah. But I've not been to, to my hometown um, in Igbo land. I haven't been there in, I haven't been there in a long time, actually. I, I went home because I needed, you know, I went, I went home alone and I, and my aunties were there and my uncle was there and um and it was it was it's it's one of the most amazing experience i don't even think that writing about this is enough i had asked uh people on instagram right like you know what they would want to know from people that i'm interviewing and one of the interesting questions was how do you deal with internal conflict sometime last year my life changed dramatically um both internally and externally, my life my life changed in a way that um, I'm very grateful for. I'm I'm ex extremely grateful for a lot of things that have happened in my life. Um, but I still deal with conflict. You know, I'm I don't want I'm very imperfect. Mm -hmm. I don't have I don't have the the magic words for anything mm. i I'm, I'm a human being and i i am very imperfect but one thing that i have learned that i'm still i'm i'm definitely hanging on to is the fact that it helps to know what i want and what i need at that time and what is most important to me mm -hmm. what's most important to me right now mind that's that's what i i i will not sell it for anyone mm -hmm. i talk about it and i i you know over the years i've tried to like define it and 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 what does peace of mind mean, mean for me what peace of mind means for me is different from everyone else but for me it, it, it can be when i wake up in the morning like today i woke up in the morning and um ate my cup of coffee and I'm editing a manuscript, and I, 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 I watered my plants. I have plants, <laughs> house plants, and I watered my plants, and I opened my windows, and and those are little things that I think that helps helps me reflect and calm down because the week is very stressful. But um, I, I just I just think I just believe that the more we understand who we are and what we want as a person, the better it is for us. Because a lot of a lot of things are not it's not yours to finding our own compass and being very self reflective is very dealing with internal conflict. Mm -hmm. What is success for someone is not success. I'm happy for you but that's not what I want for myself. That's what a lot of people don't understand is what is important for us. It, 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 it just it makes it easier, sort of, when we streamline that, 
it makes it easier for us to say this is not what we want. So this month, so we, we have an idea of what we want. I said women who looked like me had my name. You see that I was writing my truth, but I wanted the pain to mean something. Mm. Mm. I, I think we need to we need to understand that it's just boundaries are so important mm. just because you have your own space does not mean everyone you're friendly with is welcome there mm. just because you have this this social media presence does not mean that we like we have to be careful what we take in what we believe about ourselves and how we just just healthy boundaries are important my conversation with Ijoma went on for about an hour, and I decided to pick all the best parts and put it in this podcast episode for you. Ijoma's book, Questions for Ada, is available in Barnes & Noble, on Amazon, and iTunes. Thank you so much for listening to Tea Time with Twambo. You can find me on Instagram, Twambo, T-W-A-A-M-B underscore K. No, I'll say that again. T-W-A-A-M-B-O underscore K. You can find me on Facebook or on my blog, trulytwambo.com. So until the next episode, thank you so much for listening. Subscribe to the podcast on whatever major platform you're listening on and share this episode with your friends. They'll appreciate it. Thank you.